Success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. And we have an invincible one to introduce you to today. Trisha LeCant is a best-selling author, keynote speaker, masterful teacher, and top-ranked executive strategist. She's also one of the nation's go-to experts on branding and design. She's the owner of the brand Remix and Hero Brand and co-owner of Branded Media. Trisha, oh my gosh, welcome to the She's Invincible podcast. It is so great to have you with us today. Thank you. I feel invincible. I love this. You are invincible. (laughs) And I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today and share with our listeners. So let's do this. Let's jump in. Let's tell our listeners how in the world did you get where you are today and what makes you invincible? Yeah, great, great question. So my journey is, I feel like my journey is a long journey, but probably a lot of entrepreneurs go through a long journey to figure out like what they love doing and be successful and start really helping a lot of people. Um, But I started out as a software engineer. My dad was a software engineer. I thought I was going to do that for the rest of my life. And, you know, life doesn't always happen the way you plan it. And so when my dad was diagnosed with cancer, that was like probably the first time in my life, for the second time, that was the first time in my life where I was like, okay, I got to figure out how am I going to heal? And I had a desire and my desire was to, to figure that out. And that led me to reading a book a week. Like I was totally engulfed in like learning about fitness and health and entrepreneurship and just like the mindset. Um, And so I got certified as a health coach. So that's where I initially began because I was like, I got to figure out how I'm going to heal my dad. Let me figure out health and nail that one down. Um, So I started helping people, but I didn't have like a business background. I didn't know how to ask for money. I didn't feel comfortable doing that. Um, And then I came across Bob Proctor. And if you know Bob Proctor, it's all about like the mind. Everything starts with the mind. And so I was like, this is what I got to learn. I love to figure out things. So I got to figure out how the mind works. And so it was an amazing opportunity to work with him. I figured that out. I actually quit my job as a software engineer before I was making money. Because I was like, I'm doing this. Nobody can talk me out of it. I'm leaving. I'm going to help people with their mindset. So I learned a little bit about business with that. Yeah. And then... um, And then life took me down a different path. And I was like, okay, I want to start this other business over here because I want to build a team. I want to inspire them. I want to be a leader. Um, And then I did that for about three years and it was difficult. I was really struggling trying to figure out like this whole sales piece, motivation, leadership piece. I feel like it was a lot of me trying to like figure things out. And then my, my mentor, I hired a mentor and he was like, okay, Trisha, I want to help you build this business. And so he had me create some graphics 
And he took a look at my graphics and he said, Trisha, like, what are you doing? Like design is your gift. And so I, so I was like, can I really make money from like doing logos and graphics and stuff like that? Like, I never thought about that, even though I've been like a designer, like my whole life, but I would do it. I was doing it for free. So I leaned into that. And because I trusted like my intuition, myself, my gifts, my talents, like I took off and it was a lot easier than I expected. And so like that, that's kind of like my whole journey. I started in the health field, did a little bit of things in between, and then I ended up back in something that I've loved my entire life. What a great story. Oh my gosh. So from software engineer. Yeah. Yes. Isn't that crazy? And, you know, just knowing you as much as I do now, like I don't even see you as a software engineer. I don't know who that Trisha could ever be, (laughs) you know, because you have the stigma in your mind, right. Of like what, you know, if you have to design that, right. Like, what does that look like? It wouldn't be what I would have picked. So that's so cool. And I love how you landed there. And oh my gosh, the, the power of the mentor, right? Like they see so much in us that we never see. So I know you're so grateful because you would have never known that that was hidden there or how long would it have taken to discover? Oh, I know. I'm so grateful. Well, I'm sure. Oh my gosh. Okay. So tell us what makes you invincible? You know, um, I, I'm definitely going to say it's my optimism because when I was working with my dad and trying to like figure out how to heal him and watching him like go through all that sickness, he had stage four cancer in his throat. It was horrible. Like I had to force myself to always see the good in everything. Cause like I had to be strong for him. And so I think me being optimistic has led me to take a lot of risks in my life, like quitting my job before I was making money, but always having that, like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. Like there's good in failure. There's good in this, there's good in that. And, um, I think that's led me down like a long path of like, okay, no matter what happens, I'm always going to be good. Oh, and that's so true. I love that. What a journey. And I'm sure now, so what part of your journey did your dad get to see? He didn't see me leave my job. I don't think he would have liked that at all. (laughs) (laughs) He loved me being a software engineer. You know, he was very like analytical and wanted to do things that made sense. So yeah, it was, it was after he passed that I, I quit my job. Well, that probably would have been his way. Like, oh, he was so proud, the proud dad, because his daughter followed in his footsteps too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let me me tell you this story real quick. Yeah. um, Like before he passed, I was like, dad, like I believe in the spiritual realm, the spiritual world, like come visit me as a ladybug. So like literally, like if I need him, I will call upon him and I will see a ladybug in random places. Most importantly, like if I'm ever like super fearful, like um, a couple of years ago, I went to Arizona to Sedona. It's a very spiritual place. And I climbed this like really high rock and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get down. So I was super fearful. And there was a lady, but only one bug and it was a ladybug. And it was like in, in, on the right next to my feet. And it's, you knew. It's so crazy. So I know he approves. I know he approves of what I'm doing. He loves what I'm doing. Of course he does. That's so amazing. So yeah. amazing. Wow. Well, I am so excited to talk to you today about starting your personal brand. I know that this is your expert zone of genius, and I'm so excited to learn from you and share it with our listeners. So let's jump in. Tell us everything we need to know. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I got into personal branding because I was a graphic designer before I did a lot of graphics and then I started doing websites. And one of the things that you have to do when you help somebody with the website is figure out like, what is their message? Like, what is their, who is their target audience? Like, what are their pain points? Like the emotional pull that you have to draw and illustrate that contrast. 
So I've been super obsessed with like helping people find out what their message is. And a lot of times when coaches and consultants come to me or other entrepreneurs, like the number one thing is like, they want to help everybody. And I appreciate that. Cause like, I love to help everybody. Um, but then when you're working on your brand, you have to resonate with a specific audience, right? So like the number one thing that people do wrong is like, they don't have a target audience because they just have a huge heart. They want to help everybody. Right. And then the other thing that I see a lot of times people make mistakes is they don't have like a unique message that really represents who they are. You know, there's a lot sure. of times where people are so focused on the, the product that they're selling that they forget, like it's. The product is good. It can transform lives, but it's like people want to do business because they like you. So who are you? How do you present yourself as like human to other people by sharing, by having a message? I really think that that does that. So you, you have, you do uh, domains, websites, like you're involved in all of these things and graphics. So tell us some more about some, maybe some tricks about how people can get things straight from the beginning. Like, uh, do, do there's some things you shouldn't do, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you said, like try to talk to the entire, you know, the whole world. Uh, and I, I experienced that myself. So I totally can resonate with that when you say yeah. it, but what are some <laughs> other tips about websites, domains? There's so many people who do that, right. Who offer that service. How do you even know who to go to? What do you look for? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say the number one thing is that you have to build your personal brand. You might be building another brand on the side, like another business or company, but you have to build your personal brand. So the number one thing, like right now, get your full name as your domain. If it's still available, a lot of times, like my full name is not available. So some other company bought it out or something. It's not even being used for anything, but I can't get it. So I would say, get your full name as your domain. Um, mine is meetTrisha.com. Cause I couldn't that's get awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome too do, though. That's, that's fun and inviting. Yeah. Yeah. So you could do fun things like that. If your full name isn't, isn't already uh, is taken already. So, yeah. So that would be number one. Um, number two is like develop your message, like figure out who you like, who you are, what you want to represent, what message that you want to spread out there that you can believe in and that you can live every single day. And then make sure to like broadcast that out to, to people because people want to know who you are. They want to know like how certain you are. I think there's a, a certain attractiveness to people who are very certain about who they are, their voice, what they broadcast, what they represent. Um, so I'm, I'm a big proponent of that because it's like your truth vibrates the fastest. Mm. I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but not like that. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Marketing is all about, okay, you have a product and you're pushing that product out to people, but branding is being able to resonate with people so that they come to you. Right. So I, I love explaining that because it's like, I, I don't like, I'm not one of those people who's very pushy about things. Like I don't like to like force myself on anybody. Like I want people to know who I am and be attracted to me and what I do and who I am. Right. So, so branding allows you to do that. Oh, I love it. I love it. And any tips with uh, websites? Like, you know, we talk about domain name, any other tips about websites? I, I you, you do um, website audits, don't you? I do. I oh, do. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Cause I, yeah. I, I know I need that and I'm sure many others do too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so when you first go to a website, you have like just a few seconds to really captivate people. And if it's too hard, if you're being too convoluted or it's too like unclear and you make your audience think about, okay, what is this website? What am I going to experience if I scroll down? They're just going to leave, 
right? So being extremely clear and simple as far as like who you help, what you do, and the result that your audience can experience, like that's what you want to have in that header. And a lot of people get that wrong. They just put their name or they put something that doesn't quite illustrate what they do. Uh, So you want people to be extremely clear when they come to your website, like why should I scroll down? I love it. So give me like two examples of what you could do in that place that's super clear, like that just will keep people on the page. Yes. The first thing they see. Yes. Okay. So definitely you want to have a nice clear header. You want to have a nice image, but then the most important thing in that top piece is like the one liner sentence. And it usually is in the form of, you know, I help blank people to do something so that they can experience the end result. Perfect. Oh, that's so great. I love that. So, okay. Video or no video on the front page. What do you Um, think? You know, I've been experimenting. Uh, There's this app or this plugin called um, Video Ask. And it's, it's really clever what, what they've done. It's like, it's a, a semi-interactive thing. So you could say, hello, my name is blah, blah, blah. And here's what I do. And here's the result that I can expect. So I like that one-liner sentence, but then it gives you like a different options. Like you can click on different options and it'll give you more depth without having to scroll down. So I kind of like using video, but then as far as like performance wise goes, I think simplicity is the key. So just go with something that somebody can easily see right off the bat and then scroll down to learn more. So I would say, you know, keep it as simple as you can. I love it. Oh, these are such great tips. Anything, yeah. any, how about some don'ts? What are, what are the worst things you've seen in your audits that you're like, no, no, you never do that. Yeah. There's been a lot of things missing. Like, um, it's, it's not just about the product. Don't just highlight the product. You really want to speak to people and resonate with them by drawing a huge contrast between what is and what could be for people. So you want to understand your target audience. So you can say, Hey, I know this is you because you you're experiencing some of these and here's where you could be drawing that connection will really hook people and, and help them to like want to scroll down and want to see themselves in your message. Um, another thing that a lot of people do is they use the word I too much. Like I do this and I do that. And I'm an expert at this and me, me, me. And people are not interested in you, right? They're interested in themselves and having their problems solved. So making sure that you come in and you're illustrating yourself as the guide to help them, right? I not just it. showing what you've done. Yeah. So, and do you think we, if you're referring to like things that you do in your business that you would, even if you're an entrepreneur, but you've got like some back help, would, would we, we would be better than I? Uh, yeah, yeah. We could be good. Absolutely. Yeah. Or you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You, you would be really good speaking to your audience. Yeah. So saying you, okay. Awesome. Anything else around this that you want to share with us that we absolutely have to know today? just start working on your personal brand. Like people are more interested in you, like build up you in the long run. Cause there's going to be so much competition out there. Cause like, if you notice what's happening with all these, this new um, entrepreneurs coming out and these new businesses that are starting, like there's going to be way more competition. And so the, the factor isn't going to be around price. It isn't going to be around what you do. It's really going to be more around like who you are. So I think a lot of opportunities really open up to you if people can see you. 
I love that. And you had mentioned that to me too. Like, so like in photos on your website, like actually yeah. not just being like still shots, but things of, that you're doing or enjoying that show yeah. your lifestyle. And I thought that was a, one of the greatest tips that you had given me. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. this has been so fun. Okay. So tell us about how you work with your clients at uh, brand the brand remix. Yes. So the brand remix, I like to, I'm, I've been known for like my speed and doing things like really quickly. So I started the brand remix because I was like, I want to take my knowledge and really put it down so that people can figure out like how to do it on their own. So the brand remix is really about like building a message and building a website in the most simple way possible. So there's a lot of templates that I give my clients. Um, there's a way to consult with me as well. Cause like, I really feel like sometimes you can't do everything by yourself because you're just so deep into it yourself. So I do some consulting so people can have the opportunity to work with me so that I can give them a different perspective and see things from a different angle, you know? I love it. So do you actually offer the, you know, um, do it yourself with templates <laughs> and do you also offer do it for you where you would actually do it for someone? Yes, yes. So yes. you do both. So I, whoever uh, it is, whatever they need, you're able to offer both ways. I love yes, it. Yes. I love it. Okay. And how about the Hero Brand? Tell us about that. Hero Brand was my first business. I love Hero. Hero is who I am, what I represent. It stands for helping everyone realize opportunities. So that was my first business. And that's really more around like graphic design. There's a little bit of website that I was doing at that, at that company as well. Um, but yeah, it's really a lot of graphics and really how to create stunning graphics that make you stand out. And so people can hire you to create their graphics. Absolutely. Awesome. Yep. Now here's one more question about this. Do you actually do social media marketing for businesses or do you just provide the graphics and then they can do it themselves? Um, at those two companies, those are more about like, the, yeah, just providing the graphics. Um, but at branded media, that's where we have a whole team. They do, we do social media marketing. Um, we'll post for you. We'll create all the assets. Like we'll do everything. That was my next question. Yes. I love it. So now on to branded media, you are the co-owner of yes. that company. And so I love this, how this is such a natural progression. Yeah. Uh, and I understand so much more now. So you're in the, you know, on this side, making graphics, creating these things, creating websites. And over here at branded media, you're actually uh, providing the social media marketing for the clients. Yeah. At that company, um, our main target audience is just people who have a lot of success, but they don't necessarily have their personal brand built out. So we do uh, their personal brand. We do really in-depth um, personal branding. We do really in-depth websites to really showcase and leverage their success. So it's a lot more involved. It's a little bit longer process. Um, but then we add on different things. Like there's a little bit of content creation. There's a little bit of the social media posting to really spread that message of who they are out there. I love it. So this is just one stop here, right? We come find yeah. you and we get everything we need. I love it. Yeah. So here's one question, uh, in your bio, you talk about being an author. Tell me about your book. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, there's a book called destinies and it's really a collection of different stories that, that highlight like our journey. And so I was, I was featured in, in one of those books. Um, I have another book coming out and it's going to be why building your personal brand is not a luxury that should launch in the next couple of days. 
Um, but yeah, I, I really feel like there's a strong sense of urgency when people need to build a personal brand now because it does take time. And if I, what I said earlier about like competition is only getting harder and harder, it's not about competing against price or product anymore. It's really competing about, okay, do I feel comfortable doing business with this human being, you know? Sure. So, um, so that book is going to be launching very soon. So I'm super excited about that. I love it. I love it. And to our listeners, all the links will be in the show notes. So for everything that we're talking about here, just click the show notes and it will take you everywhere you need to go to find anything that we talked about. Trisha, tell our listeners where they can find you. You can find me on uh, brandedmedia.io or herobrandguide.com, um, thebrandremix.com. I'm on social media, Trisha Lacan. It usually takes you everywhere. Um, all the different handles. Perfect. Perfect. And again, it will all be in the show notes. So just click the notes and you'll find Trisha. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly. I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour, which is a virtual event that's going to happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster and you want to come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have, we would love for you to join us. We're going to have experts there that are going to be sharing their genius. It's going to be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you want to come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, come on out. What a great way to get exposure. Be sure to check it out on my website at camilehman.com as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever is your favorite platform, we will have registration there. You do need to register to attend and it is on Zoom. So super simple, just one hour every other Wednesday. We start on May 4th, so don't miss out. Get registered today. We can't wait to see you there. You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it. But what now? With so many emotional side effects still unknown, as a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, Consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this. You now get to choose who you want to be and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment. We can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment, to walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at info at adventurefound.org. Well, this has been so much fun. What a fun conversation about branding and all the great things that you're doing in the world. Thank you for being here with us. You know, 
On the She's Invincible podcast, we promise our listeners that we're going to bring fierce female entrepreneurs. We're going to spotlight, highlight, we're going to shine the light all over and just uh, bring forth their expert zone of genius. Our goal here is to bring value and education and inspiration and encouragement to our listeners all week long. So you have done that so well. Thank you so much. But we're not done. Because also we find that women are always comparing themselves. They see you today. They see the successful Trisha LeConte and, you know, all the success that you have right now. And they have no idea the journey or the price that you had to pay to have the success that you enjoy today. And so what we do is we pull back the curtain. I figured if I can't get them to stop comparing themselves, I'm going to give them something real to compare. And then I could say, do you still want to be like Trisha? And do you want to pay the price? (laughs) Right. You want to pay the price Trisha had to pay to be like Trisha. And usually they say no. (laughs) And they get it right. There's nothing wrong with them. They just have to overcome. It gets hard and we have to keep going. And so that's what makes us invincible. And that's what we're going to share right now. So are you ready? Because we are ready. Back the curtain. Okay. So thank you. Yeah, I know. I think as entrepreneurs, we owe it to the people. Once we figure it out, we've got to go back and tell them the truth because we make it look so easy. Right. And you know, here's the thing. We know that focusing on the obstacles and the hard things, you know, that's not what brings success. That's not going to get you where you want to go. But once you get there, we got to go tell the other people so we can encourage them to say, girl, take my hand. Let's go. Let's go. We can do this. And, um, you know, I mean, I know you've been knocked down. I've been knocked down, you know, and it's, it's important to talk about that and talk about how we get back up. Like what, how did we do that? How did, when we thought we were at the end and there was nothing left, how did we get back on our feet and keep on going? Because nobody remembers the gal who gave up, right? Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. But they do remember the one at the top of the mountain who shares the story and is authentic. So let's go. Tell us a story about the good. The good. So the the good part of being an entrepreneur for me is the growth. Because ever since I was super young, like I remember in kindergarten, I was so shy. Even when I was all the way up to dating my, my husband, he, we are one of our first dates. He had like, seriously, like pull information from me because I was just so shy And I started to notice like how much it was affecting my life, like as far as happiness and even my career. So I wanted to grow out of that, but I I really didn't know how. And so when I started reading a ton of books and getting a lot of knowledge, um, you know, because of what happened with my dad, I was like, oh, I, I feel valuable now. Like I have something to give. So going through this whole journey of being an entrepreneur and just constantly jumping and trying new, new things has really caused me to grow. One of my favorite memories was I went to see Les Brown because I wanted to be a public speaker. So I went to go see Les Brown. I attended one of his speaking events and I had called them. I was like, okay, we're not going to speak in front of everybody. Right. And the lady was like, no, you're not going to speak. You're just going to speak at your table. Well, it turns out I had to speak in front of everybody three times, three times. And then I ended up winning first place. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So just like seeing the growth, like I love that. I'm like addicted to growth. Like I really want to grow in every way possible. 
And now it's like more like spiritual growth. Like how much can I learn about the, my spiritual being and really growing, you know? So I love that. So you went yeah. from the shy girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. To speaking three times and winning a competition. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that is so fun. And to all the shy gals out there, right? Like you can have a successful business and you can overcome that shyness. And I love that. And I love that you're talking about Les Brown because I just had a Les Brown moment this morning while I was getting ready. Like one of his, one of his quotes that is my favorite is how he talks about the graveyard being the most valuable piece of land, right? On the earth, because so many people die with their dreams and their talents buried inside of them. And I was thinking about something that I'm starting next week. And I was thinking that through this morning as I was getting ready. And that was what came up. So when you said Les Brown, I'm like, what? This is so fun. Yes, I love him. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool to, to know that you, you know, that you leaned into that and that that was a big part of your journey. Oh, my gosh. Okay, here we go. This is fun. But now we got to go the other way. (laughs) So we're going to tell a story about the bad. So we'll save the ugly for last, but tell us a story about the bad part of the journey that you took. Yeah. You know, being, being an entrepreneur, sometimes you, you really have to like turn it on and you have to like really work and you can get easily sucked into working 24 hours a day, seven days a week and ignoring everything else. And, um, what, what I used to do, I, I, so I, I used to have a really good habits like really good habits. Like I was working out like six days a week. I was, um, I never ate fast food because I, I used to be in track and field and I really wanted to do well. So I gave up gum, soda and fast food. But being an entrepreneur, I would come home at like, you know, midnight after midnight. And um, I remember there were some nights where a lot of nights where I would sit on my bed, eat a burger and fries and then go right to bed. And being sucked up in that and not really paying attention to myself Here's where it led to. It led to burnout. I didn't know it was burnout when I was experiencing all these different things, but there was a time where I hurt my back a little bit and I had to cancel some meetings, but I was like, I still got to work. Like I still have sales meetings and all this other stuff. So I took some of my calls from bed and I was like, excuse the fact that I'm laying in bed. I hurt my back, but like, I'm still on for the meetings. Um, but then the universe was like, Trisha, like, hello, I was knocking, Right. You're not listening when I'm knocking. So a couple of days after that, it brought me to the floor. Like my back spasmed. I was on the floor for three days. I was like, what is going on here? I saw some spiritual healers and they all said the same thing. They're like, Trisha, you got to focus on yourself. You got to do self-care work. You got to change the way you think about yourself. And so I really started to like put boundaries back into my life. So like, I don't take calls before 11 and I finish by five. I don't even do work. I don't even do calls on, on Fridays. Like I just started doing a lot more self-care and paying attention to myself because it's, it's really easy to burn out. Oh, I agree. I agree. Everyone gets a turn to do that too, until they learn, right? Unless they take your advice right now. No burgers in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm so glad that you overcame that and got that straightened out. And here you are to share. Uh, So let's go to the ugly. Tell us a story. Well, you know, we know that the more ugly there is, the more success is coming, right? So the most successful people have had the most ugly times. So tell us your story of the ugly part of your journey. The ugly part. So 
being an entrepreneur and not having any, any concept of like, or any experience in building a business, like my first couple of years was like really hard. It was like trying to figure out how to make money. And what was happening was that, you know, when I first left my job, I was super excited. I'm going to do this. I had a lot of faith, like nothing's going to stop me. But then as I started to focus more on the money and seeing what was happening in the physical world, like not making a lot of money, um, my faith started to go down. And I started really focusing on the money and it really led me to making a little bit of the wrong decisions. Like I left coaching, which would I love doing to start to build an organization because I was sold the dream that I could make a lot of money over here. So it wasn't like I loved it. It was just the opportunity to make a lot of money. So even though I did that, I still didn't make a lot of money. So I had to deal with like a lot more rejection, a lot of um, new experiences, like how to really like, like work more with people and really get out of my comfort zone. And so um, just like having to deal with that it really took a huge toll on me and my goodness, like, like it's not good to just focus on the money because it really takes you away from what you really want to do. And so I let that happen two times. And, um, and then I figured out, I figured it out after a while, but like, if I can inspire somebody to like, don't look after the money, like stick with it. There's always something to learn just because you're not making a lot of money now. It doesn't mean that you have to give up. Right. Yeah. I love that. That's such a great lesson. Uh, and I know so many entrepreneurs go through that. That is very common. Yeah. And, uh, and they have this dream. It's like, leave that 40 or 50 hour a week job. Right. So you can be an entrepreneur and work a hundred hours a week. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're right. And then wait to wait to build it up till you get paid. I, you know, it's like, we're selling a dream and chasing the money and it's just not a good idea. Uh, yeah. it's definitely better to chase your passion. And yeah. the money will follow, right? Yeah. The, the money follows the joy. The money follows the passion. It's on the tail end of it. Yeah, right. isn't it true? And it, but we all have to go through that. I remember myself going through it. So yeah. I remember, oh my gosh, such profound, profound parts of the journey that you shared today. Thank you so much. Yeah. I want to talk real quick because we have time and I want to talk about this happiness thing because yeah. you've mentioned it a few times and I think like, Just share with us a little bit about happiness. Yeah. So I used to tie happiness to something external. Like sometimes people say, okay, what makes you happy? And it's like, well, you know, like being with my dog, being at home with my husband, like that makes me happy. But what happens if that external things changes? Are you no longer happy? So I think people who tie, and I used to do this a lot, tie happiness to something outside of them. Their happiness goes up and down. They have hard times, they have good times, hard times, the good times. So what I started to do is like, just choosing to be happy, like just choosing, like I have the ability to control like my thoughts. Right. And so as long as I like remain positive and look at the lens, look through a lens of like optimistic optimism and um, gratitude and abundance, like I can maintain more of my happiness. Of course, there's always little things that like knock me down. Right. But like just really strengthening that lens of like there's good in everything has really contributed to me staying happy longer. I love it. I love it. Well, this has been such a great, powerful conversation, Trisha. Thank you so much for being here. And I have one last question for you. Not even a question. Just I would love for you to finish this sentence for me. The world would be a better place. If more people knew blank. 
if more people knew how to tap into their authentic self and just be vulnerable, like I love what you're doing because you're allowing people to show up and just be vulnerable. And I think that's a lot of, there's an attractiveness to it. And if we could just be okay, like being ourselves, I think we would get a lot more done and we'd be a lot more happy. Oh, that's such a mic drop. And at that, we are going to call it a day. This yeah. has been so fun to our listeners. I don't know where you are in your life or your business, but if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up, girl. Get back up. Tell them, Trisha. Yeah, get right back up. It's all good. It's all good. You heard it from Trisha herself. Have a great day, guys. Get back up. You can do anything. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.